You're listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, your new home for inspiration, family, sports conversations, and a lot of other stuff. We're your all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life and your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. Enjoy the show. I'm your host, Mr. You. Thank you again for joining us on the All Purpose Pod for an All Purpose Life, wherever you are today. However, you listen to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Thank you. Thank you again for making us a part of your morning, your day, and your week. We're your weekly mirror check before you go change the world. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter. Please download and subscribe to our show wherever you enjoy your podcast. Thank you for taking the time to do both. Thank you for listening, sharing us, and subscribing. Go change the world. Welcome back, guys. Thank you again. Season four is going great. A lot of that's because of you guys. So thank you for your input, your insights, and for listening and subscribing and sharing our show with others. We appreciate it. Now, today is Relationship Thursday. As we've been doing every Thursday, well, one Thursday out of the month for season four, we talk about relationships. Obviously, it's a theme for Mr. You. I talk about relationships a lot because they mean a lot to me. I recognize not only the power of relationships, but also I recognize the impact that they have in every area of our life. We can try to avoid it, but if your relationships aren't right, they impact or bleed into everything else that we try to accomplish, whether it be in the business world, in the ministry world, in in commerce, in any area of our life, in family, relationships still matter. So that's what we're taking the time during season four to kind of address some things and talk through some ideas and things that I've learned and hopefully they impact you in a positive way. So that's our plan. That's our goal. Let's do it. So, you know, ideally your past should not have any impact, should be zero impact on your future. I know that's hard to accept on the surface, but As a general rule of thumb, your past shouldn't have an impact on your future. The decision that you made 30 years ago, it shouldn't have to impact you 30 years from now, if that makes sense. Your present, however, is a different story. What you do today almost certainly impacts tomorrow. That runs counter to the mindset that we're seeing that's rampant in our society right now understandable it kind of is what it is as a former corporate recruiter i can remember the countless times i stood in the cold and the rain not snow just cold and rain waiting for a new hire to show up to a job site so i can orient them introduce them to their new employers help them get settled into a new situation so they can provide for their families they would sit in my office week after week tell me about their newborn babies their fiance and their need for a steady job so they can pay their bills. Their girlfriend or wife lost their job and they're trying to cover for that. All these different stories. Really heartfelt, heart-tugging stuff. They worked hard on previous jobs, they said, and they just wanted a job so they can make money for their families. Totally understand it, totally get it. I'm sympathetic to that. 
Of course, I always gave him a shot where it was warranted. So I was blowing smoke. I called him out on it right then. Sure, most of their background was $11 an hour kind of work experiences. But I'll take a chance. Set them up for $17, even $20 hour jobs. I will wait in the cold, making constant phone calls, sending texts. My calls will go to voicemail. The text would not be returned. 30 minutes would pass. An hour would pass. Even 90 minutes would pass. I'm standing outside waiting. What did I learn? The past invaded the present. That $10 an hour mindset, although we wanted to be a $25 an hour mindset, it was still functioning as a $10 an hour mindset. The past made its way into the present again. Why am I telling you this? Your past doesn't matter. You have an opportunity to positively impact your future with what you do today. I put former convicts and ministers to society into jobs paying a lot more money than what they've seen. And some have thrived in the environment. Haven't spoken to any of them lately, but a lot of them have thrived in the environment. They settled in. They became an asset to the company. They were on time for work. They did the job. No issues on the job. They've done what you ideally want to see happen when you recruit somebody for a work assignment. They stay consistent in the supply needs for their family. That's what you want. Your past doesn't have to be a factor. But your presence, your present is always a factor. There's an old saying that we hear a lot in the business, in the financial world. Not sure why it doesn't make it into other areas of life, but anywho. But the saying goes, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Do you believe this timely quote is accurate? Why? Why not? Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. What does your future look like if you believe that this quote is true? If you believe that? If you think the quote is inaccurate or doesn't apply to you, what do you believe is the impact of the five people closest to you? Even more to the point, do you believe that the future is completely in your hands and you are the captain of it? If you think you are totally in control of what happens next, then every decision is completely your responsibility and all the weight that comes with it. If you believe that you're only a small part of the big picture, every decision from who you connect with, what goals you set, and everything else takes on a totally different meaning then. What is the impact of the five people closest to you? you no know, relationships are really funny because there's always so much we can learn from them if we're willing to pay attention. I think that's why we talk about them so much on this show. Now, part of me didn't realize how plausible the idea of the impact of the company you keep can have on your future trajectory. A part of me many moons ago may have felt I could have beat the system. You know, I had that mind, be- I had that. That mentality uh, of beating the system and, and overcoming stuff. I just, maybe it's where I came from uh, geographically, I'm not quite sure, but that somehow I was above it or impervious to the impact of my surroundings. It was my thought and my mentality, but it wasn't really legit because I was affected by my surroundings all the time. <laughs> we were in 
the inner city in uh, a not so great, not so safe neighborhood. Money wasn't really flowing through it to the benefit of the community, at least. I was impacted by that. I couldn't avoid that. Many of us have that kind of Superman complex where we think we can just go into any environment and come out unaffected. Spoiler alert, it don't work. It don't work. When you think about the first quote, you may think the key to that being true is the personality or the character of the five people closest to you. In case I didn't miss it, hopefully I didn't, but the quote is, that your future is tied to the five people that are closest to you. Your future is tied or determined by the five people closest to you. Now, whatever you think about that first quote, the key in some people's mind is personality, character. If the five people have a good character, maybe they all belong to the same organization or they have families just like yours or you guys went to the same school. Or you hung out together. So you feel like you know their character and their personality. If only it was that simple. But the emotional component is the one that we overlook. See, our emotions are contagious. Okay, what does that mean, Mr. You? Glad you asked me. Let me share a quick story. Many years ago, I found myself getting reconnected with some family that had been separated for a while. I found out from a relative that a distant uncle had died suddenly. Now, he was very distant to me. I didn't even know his name. But to my aunts and uncles, that was their little brother. And he was very well known and loved within that aspect of my family. Now, because he was so distant to me, I was asked to do his eulogy because, hey, I didn't know him. No emotions involved. Kind of detached. It made sense. The idea was that since I didn't know my uncle at all, I could effectively handle the eulogy. Everybody else would have fall, fallen apart if they tried to do it because they knew him so well and their hearts were hurting and they were grieving so much because they lost somebody who they were so close to. Made sense to me. And I wanted to ingratiate myself to the family again and get to know them better and, and kind of reconnect. So I gladly accepted the opportunity. Apparently, my uncle was known and loved by a lot of people. The entire church was full and people were weeping loudly and crying and sniffling. It was pretty noisy. And I was just a, a young guy at that time. I grabbed the eulogy that I was going to share with the congregation. The atmosphere was heavy with grief. I couldn't even look up and find anyone, anybody not emotionally affected by my uncle's passing. So I read the words and I felt a lump in my throat. I couldn't stop looking at the people. Looking at my aunts and uncles and my cousins. And look at them bent over, crying and hurting so bad. And before you know it, within minutes, I began to bawl uncontrollably. And I ran out of the church and dropped the eulogy. I ran really fast. And sat outside on the ground crying with my head in my hands. Was I crying because I was embarrassed? Was I crying because my family was hurting? Maybe a combination of the two. I didn't know my uncle, but I reacted that way because the emotions in the room were contagious. Emotions are contagious. It's not much different than if you have a coworker with a rotten attitude. They're speaking rough to you or speaking rough to the customers over the phone. They're slamming the copy machine door 
in their desk drawers. They brought a, a funk into the atmosphere of the office. Everybody just wanted to stay away from them until their shift ends. They dreaded even speaking to them about anything. All the workers are watching the clock hoping 5 p.m. gets here quickly just to get away from them. Emotions are contagious. Conversely, that coworker could be in a great mood offering high fives and encouragement, buying coffee for the whole team, laughing and singing happy songs, maybe even breaking out in a little dance from time to time. That alone can do wonders for the office environment. Why? Because emotions are contagious. That's not all you can catch, though. Do the five people closest to you inspire you to step up your game in life? Do they inspire you to step your game up? Do they encourage you to work harder? Do they encourage you to be more disciplined? Create healthy habits? Do they encourage you to brush up on your people skills? Learn how to talk to people effectively without cutting them down or being harsh? Do they encourage you to go out of your way to make somebody else's life better than it was before you showed up? Or do the five people closest to you inspire you to dog it and do the bare minimum? Do they encourage you to get all you can get because you can't trust anybody? People always trying to stab you in the back. Do they encourage you or enable you to create bad habits like not honoring your word to others? Forgetting to respond to messages? Shutting people out who don't do what you want them to do or model what it looks like to hold a grudge for a perceived slight. So we talk about how one person's attitude doesn't matter when they tweet something on social media, but five people is a whole different story now. Now it matters. Is your future tied to the five people closest to you? There are different versions of that proverb about seeing your future in the five people closest to you, but they all suggest the same thing. The people who think alike, act alike, and they stick together. I'll say it again for those in the back. You need to hear this. That proverb suggests the same thing, no matter which version of it you hear. People think alike. People who think alike, act alike, and they stick together. People who think alike, act alike. And stick together. Proverbs 13 verse 20 says, The one who walks with the wise will become wise, but a companion of fools will suffer harm. Listen to that proverb. You don't have to be in love with the Bible. I'm not asking for it today. Just listen to what I just said. Proverbs 13 and 20 says, The one who walks with the wise will become wise, but a companion of fools will suffer harm. If you hang around wise people, you will become wise. Emotions are contagious. If you hang around fools, you'll be in harm's way because you'll be a fool. Noted motivational speaker Jim Rohn, I love to quote his stuff, but he was giving credit for this quote. He also claimed that as human beings, we tend to resemble the people around us. He stated that if you write down a list of your tastes, interests, hobbies, customs, knowledge and skills, you'll notice that you're a reflection of the people with whom you spend the most time. i read that part again. He claimed that as human beings, we tend to resemble the people around us. If you write down a list of your tastes, interests, hobbies, customs, knowledge, and skills, you'll notice 
that you're a reflection of the people with whom you spend the most time. I believe that's really true. And the reason why I think that way is because we're like sponges. We soak in the environment that's around us. I'm not naive enough to think that there's not going to be somebody out here that thinks their five friends are the best of the best. We find out about ourselves through the mirror of other people much more than we do in isolation. Our world expands when we understand ourselves in connection, not isolation. This is an easy problem to solve, at least get to the bottom of this pretty simply. I am kind of being facetious when I say that because most friends wouldn't take the time to do this. What we got is good, baby. Don't rock the boat. Let's keep things simple and uncomplicated. (laughs) Got it. I'll just speak to the people who really would like to know if this quote is true or not. If the five closest people to them truly represent their future. Take some time to be strategic. Ask the five closest people to you or ask yourself these questions or both. Number one, are they fulfilled or are they frustrated? Ask that. Number two, how do I help make their lives better than it was? That takes intentionality. Are you ready to do what they say? Number three, are they able to say no to me without fear of hurting my feelings or being on the outs with me? That's brave to to ask that question to somebody. Number four, if there was a quality in you that they admire or aspire to function in, What would that be? Now we're getting deep. Number five. What are the three main things you've been inspired to accomplish because of their advice? We can go back and forth about whether the five people closest to you directly impact your future or not. But if it creates opportunity for you to evaluate your impact in their lives and their impact in yours, then the question is worth asking. I'll post those five questions in our show notes. So you can have access to those. So you can answer those via YouTube or social media platforms. Something to think about, guys. Wherever you are today and however you're listening to They Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Thank you again. Make us a small part of your morning, your day, and your week. with your weekly mirror check before you go change the world. Thank you so much for joining us again. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Enjoy the music. Coach out. Thanks again for listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel for all of our full-length live episodes. And of course, if you're an audio listener, wherever you enjoy your podcast listening, you can find the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Go change the world. Coach out.